0: Hey, Modern Classrooms podcast listeners, this is Zach. I just wanted to quickly drop in here before the episode and let you know a couple things. First of all, this episode is super special, both to Tony Rose and to myself, because she interviews two students that both of us have taught, and actually one of them I still teach now. So it's super gratifying for us to hear from these students and hear how they feel they've grown as a result of being in modern classrooms throughout their middle school experience. But... We had some issues with the audio, and you're going to hear it. It's a little choppy at times. Um, I did the best that I could while I was editing to make it listenable for you, but I wasn't going to withhold this episode from you all. The two of them have some incredible things to say about being students in a modern classroom, and I hope that the audio quality isn't too big of an issue and that you can still hear their amazing insights as they describe their middle school experience in modern classrooms.
1: Hi MCP fam, welcome back to this week's podcast. We are now at number 60, where we have two very, very special guests who are like near and dear to my heart. And I already told them that this is probably gonna be my favorite episode ever. But we have two of my former students. Um, they were in sixth grade when we started our modern classroom journey, and they are now in eighth grade. So, Tyler and Leela, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit more about who you
2: are. We can start off with Leela. Hi, I'm Leela. I'm in eighth grade. I was one of Misty's um, former students, and also she was one of my favorite teachers, so. uh,
3: Hi, my name is Tyler. I'm an eighth grader also. I was also a student of Misty Annan's, and
1: yeah. Oh wow, Tyler, you're not going to say I was one of your favorite teachers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you were, but... I I just didn't add it.
1: That's okay. That's okay. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Um, also, I just want to give a shout out to Tyler and Leela. I begged for them to get on the podcast um, and they were super stoked about it. They said yes immediately. Um, but also just the fact that during my hiring process last school year as an instructional coach, I actually got both Leela and Tyler to create a TikTok video telling um, my then supervisor why they should hire me at their school. So I appreciate you, Tyler and Leela. I'm so happy that you're here with us. Um, and so we'll get to talking About modern classroom. Um, So, before actually we get to that, how is eighth grade going? With COVID happening, with life happening, how is how 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 does it feel to be back in the classroom this year?
2: It was it was a big change, honestly. Like after being virtual for like a year and a half, it was very different coming back like two years later. After I, like I started there in sixth grade and I come back in eighth grade, it was a big adjustment, but it's been, it's been a lot better for me than um, being online. Um, I agree with
3: Leela because it just seems like you, I skipped the year from going to sixth all the way to eighth. And then that now when I'm in school, I'm around people. So I'm not really alone in my own space. I have to, like, deal with other people around me while I'm doing work. So I have to get used to that again. But it was, like, a really big change.
1: And now, I mean, now that I think about it, we were together in sixth grade when when everything shut down. Um, And I felt like the transition from our in-class learning and to our virtual learning was seamless because of modern classroom would you agree with that like it was really easy for you to continue learning even though we had transitioned from in-person to
2: virtual yeah definitely um i feel like my classes that used modern classroom were had an easier transition to virtual learning than some of my other ones because we it kind of helped you go like self-paced you know um Do what you needed to do when you needed to do it. And it was, it made things kind of easier at first.
3: Yeah, that's true. But I also heard that people already were like preparing for it. So when they thought it was going to happen and that it did happen, it was easier to move to that part than having to start everything over again and trying to figure out how to do different things. Uh, at the time that we needed it to happen.
1: Yeah, and I, I I agree with you. I think our school did a really good job of getting us prepared, even though we didn't really know what we were preparing for, right? So let's go back to 2019, 2020, when you started sixth grade. So you transitioned into middle school as sixth graders and walked into my class. What were your thoughts? Thinking about like how we were teaching and learning, what were your initial thoughts when you walked into my class that school year? Honestly, it was it was very
2: intriguing. Um I remember I actually specifically remember the first day and meeting you and I thought you were like super cool. Um and it was it was really it was really fun because I could already tell that like the year was gonna be interesting and um I liked this new form of like learning because I like to try new things and I feel like having this to like look forward to during the year um, really helped, like, set a cool, like, standard, I guess, for the rest of the year?
3: Um, I'm not gonna lie. I was actually pretty scared. All my teachers looked scary to me. And as soon as I, like, got to know you guys for, like, the first week, I thought you were pretty cool, you know? I thought, like, it would be a little easier because it didn't seem like you were as strict as I figured you were gonna be. So it just seemed like it was going to, everything was going to be hard. The work was going to be like a lot to like move up to because I wasn't used to it. But when I got into it, it wasn't that hard and it didn't seem impossible as it did before.
1: Yeah, I would have to say like Lila was in my third period, I believe, and Tyler was in my... Was that seventh period, Tyler? Yes. You were the last, Yeah, you were the last period. And so um, it was such an interesting dynamic with the energies throughout the day. Um, and so when you got into sixth grade and you walked into my classroom and you saw that there was no live lecture happening, right? Like I'm not standing in front of the classroom anymore. What were your thoughts on the instructional videos that you had to watch for class?
2: Um, at the beginning of the year, I wasn't like – sure how it was going to play out because there had been a specific way that I'd been doing things for most of my life since I went to the same elementary school, you know, for all of my years of elementary school. And so I wasn't really sure how it was going to end up working. And I was a little confused at first, but once I got the hang of it, it was, it was, it was very interesting to learn about. And it really kind of helped, it, it helped me, like, this type of learning was helpful to me, and it gave me a new perspective on learning, and I was able to use that in my other classes. I, well, I thought
3: it was going to be, like, very different because usually, you know, there's a teacher standing in front telling every all of the kids what to do, getting them into what they need to be doing. But it made me feel like I had more freedom and that I had a chance to, like, learn on my own in the beginning instead of being rushed to learn in a specific way that i needed to learn so it was easier for me than to what i was already doing
1: and i i hear i hear you tyler that i really love that cuz i think that was what the model is for it's all about right like making sure that you learn in your own way and your own in your own pacing um i know that tyler sometimes you know you'd be like miss d <laughs> i don't want to watch another video um how did you get past that tyler cuz you know me I, I i was just like tyler you got this <laughs> just go back to it um what were your initial response and i'm like just you know watch the video you'll get it i know that you um, repeated, like you watched the videos more than one time to really understand what was going on. Um, did you like that process? Well, at first I
3: didn't like it because the videos seemed so boring to me that I wanted something interesting to happen. But in a few weeks, I just thought, well, the videos actually are helping me. So maybe if I just keep watching them, then maybe I'll be like ahead of the game and know exactly what to do in class. And when I didn't understand, I used to not think that I could do something else to understand. I used to just think I should just give up. But I realized I had the videos and I am I have the um, free will to watch them as many times as I need to, to go back and learn and listen to what I need to do. So I just decided that if it's going to help me that much, then to just keep doing it instead of just stopping and being off track than what everybody else is doing.
1: I, I really love that. And Tyler, I can just remember you as if it was yesterday being like, oh, Miss Deanna, this is so annoying. <laughs> but you just continued to show up and continue to do um, your best, really. So I really appreciate that. Um, and so also, you know, at, at our school at DCI, we had a lot of teachers do Modern Classroom for that school year. Um, do you want to talk about some of your classes where you did Modern Classroom? And some of them, okay, well... For a fact, they weren't all the
3: same. They all had their own type of teaching experiences and their own different way to show us different things. I would say none of them were the same. The teachers all had a different perspective and a different like responsibility for us and wanted us to all complete different things in different ways. And I do appreciate them for that because it gave us different opportunities to learn in all the different ways that they had planned for us. And I think that with them doing that, it helps us for the future, because if we get a job or something like that, I know not all of the workplaces are going to be the same. So they'll all be different.
1: Leela, how many classes did you have that were modern classroom?
2: Um, I remember having quite a few. Some of the ones I specifically remember are your class and my music in Spanish class. Um, those two kind of were the ones that mostly stuck out, but I'm pretty sure I had a few more. Um, they both, I, I really like what like Tyler was saying. I agree that they were different and that kind of helped like give us a variety of different like ways to learn. And that was also very helpful. And I, I really appreciated it. And I liked trying out all these different styles of learning because it helped me grow. It helped me realize what I love, how I liked to be taught. And that has helped me throughout my middle school years. Awesome. Thank you. I know like
1: um, thinking about it, right? So seventh grade was all virtual. Did you have any modern classrooms during your seventh grade year? And how was that different from your sixth grade year?
2: Well, so in our classes in seventh grade, um, It was kind of a mixture, like most of our classes, we did have lessons on some days where the teacher was there on Zoom, like telling us how we were supposed to do things. And then we'd have self-paced days, which were more like modern classroom, where we would go at our own pace, where we would do things on our own without the teacher being there to assist us. And this is what it was like in most of our classes, because it was... um, I think it was easier to help for the teachers um, and it kind of gave us a chance to do things on our own and figure things out on our own. If we were struggling, it gave us a space to focus again and be able to continue what we were learning.
1: Tyler, what about you? How was your sixth grade uh, modern classroom different than like your seventh grade?
3: Um, In sixth grade, I mean, well, it was in person. so we had more access to the teachers than we had in on virtual because we were able to like raise our hand or go up to the teacher and ask a question. If we needed help, we were able to do that in virtual. We had to either email them or teach them, or we had to like go through the process and waiting for them to finish with everybody else or go to different breakout rooms. And I do feel like both of them are helpful because You're usually supposed to ask a friend before you ask a teacher. So it like teaches us to try and figure things out ourselves before just giving up and asking. So I appreciate that. But I also think that the teacher should be more available than what they were doing for two and 7th grade.
1: Yeah, I hear that. Um, It's definitely a lot more challenging um, to... Do school really online. And so hopefully some of the, um, some of your classes and some of your teachers were able to, um, continue learning even though it's all virtual, right? And so, um, when we think about this, right, um, part of the modern classroom is, uh, Having a self pacing structure, right? Like a self paced structure. And where we have our pacing trackers. There are some teachers who are like, oh no, the pacing tracker may not be a good idea. What were your thoughts on the pacing tracker, Tyler? And then Leela? I think the pacing
3: tracker is helpful. Like in Mr. Diamond's class, we still use the pacing tracker. And I think it's helpful so we know where we are in the lesson and um, how far along we have until we finish. And if we're behind or if we're on pace or if we're, like, in front of everybody, I guess. But I think it's helpful in some ways, but I also think it's stressful because if you're looking at a pacing tracker and you see that you're, like, far behind, it can give you so much stress. Like, you need to catch up with everybody else, but to be honest, you need to be on your own pace, but just make sure that all your work is due before the due date and not just be up there because everybody else is up there and you're not.
2: I really agree with Tyler. I think there are the like pros and cons for the pacing tracker. I think some of the pros are kind of knowing where you are and knowing what you need to get done to be on task, to be on top of things, and to finish your assignments by when they're due. But like Tyler said, it can also kind of be stressful. Um, it can make you feel very behind, and I know for me personally, when I feel behind, it kind of makes me work slower because I feel like I have more to get done and that just stresses me out. So I think it also kind of depends on the student, but it definitely, it can work in some situations, but sometimes it's not as effective for the students. So would you say it's just that pressure of trying to be on the
1: same pace as everyone that is um, causing that stress?
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. Cause I think that it can be helpful when like, you know where you're supposed to be, what you need to get done, but it also can like put added stress on the student. Got it. Okay. So
1: i hear that, Um, and that makes a lot of sense, right? Like we try to make sure that the pacing tracker is not a way to compete um, with anyone. And so uh, we, you do have some like soft deadlines and like hard deadlines, meaning like you have some due dates, but it's okay if you are late with that work. Right. Um, And so, with the pacing tracker, it's, it's it's really good for me to hear that. That's a different perspective, right? Of like, hey, it's great because I know what I'm doing. I know what to do every time I come into your class. I know where I'm at. I know where I need to be. But it's also kind of stressful because like, what if I am behind? And so when you are behind, what kind of structures did um, your teacher help you with, especially someone who's doing modern classroom? So To our listeners, um, Tyler and Lila also had the opportunity to be in Mr. Diamond's or Zach's class, which is really exciting. Tyler is still in Zach's class throughout her middle school. um, And Lila, I think, only took Mr. Diamond's class like in sixth grade. Right, Lila? Yeah. 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 So um, this is such it's a a good crowd of people. Um, And so when you get behind, what do you do to get back on pace or what has your teacher done to get you back on pace?
2: Um, in some cases, um, it's going to the teacher and asking if you can have an extension or something, or it's asking the teacher to help you, like, know what you need to do to be back on pace. Or it's just you, um, kind of getting into the right headspace, finding a way to be in the right, like, mind space to be able to focus and continue on what you were doing, so that you can get back on track?
3: I think, well, in some of my classes, like Mr. Diamonds, when we're all off pace, he, like, reminds us what we need to do and how we need to do it. And he makes these ad puzzles that he makes. Well, he doesn't make us watch them, but we should to understand, to, like, get back on pace. And in other classes, um, usually, like we, Leela said, we ask for an ex- extension or the teacher reminds us that something is due like tomorrow or at a specific time that day. And that we need to get to it or finish it up before the class is over or that time and period.
1: And so if you try and think back in my class, right, um, did you ever have to ask for an extension for my class? Or was there any ever question of, like, when the due date is or anything like that? Um, No, not really, because
3: you made it clear and well-known when the due date was and when it needed to be done. And usually, we were able to understand that and do what we needed to do when we needed to do. Like, we were reading the book, The Giver, and those were. the and puzzles that we weren't watching, you made it clear that we needed to finish them before we had our quiz or our, our Kahoot. And usually, we usually went back and watched all of them so we could be on pace with the class.
1: What about you, Leela? What do you remember as far as like due dates are concerned, extensions, in, in my classes? How, how did how did that work for
2: you? I mean, there probably were a few times where I needed to ask for an extension. Um, just so that I could like, you know, stay on track or I could just ask you, like, have you kind of point me in the right direction, tell me kind of what kind of stuff I needed to get done. And when that happens, um, normally I could just do that and it would, I would get right back like what I was supposed to do, but also I kind of learned throughout the year, how to like focus myself and be able to go back to the work and just do what I had to do then and not think about what I had to do after that, um, which helped me kind of be able to progress easier.
1: And I think what I hear you saying, Leela and Tyler, is that you became such like self-directed learners, right? You kind of had to catch yourself and be like, OK, like I'm not paying attention. Let me refocus. Um, and so that accountability is now up to you. It's no longer me saying like, Tyler, pay attention or Leela, like watch this thing. But it was something that everything was laid out in front of you. And you kind of had a much better gauge of like when you're getting distracted, when you're not paying attention and you kind of just reel it back in. Is that what I'm hearing you say, Leela? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Great. Yeah. And that was, and that's our thing too. You know, like, um, when I talk to teachers, it's like, Oh, but are my students able to do this? And my answer is always like, Yes, you know, my sixth graders are able to do this. Actually, we have kindergartners who do this model as well. Um, and once we allow students to really, um, hold themselves accountable and own their learning, they do some really great stuff. Right. And so I'm really excited to hear that. Like, I know Tyler was like, I just had a lot more freedom. Like, it was just really easy for me to just kind of catch up on work. Um, And so I think that's our biggest thing with Modern Classroom is that your learning continues regardless of where you are. Like if you get frustrated, you just don't have that one time lecture and you don't have access to that information anymore. I should say you have the video, you can watch it as often as you'd like um, and you can um, ask for help whenever you need it, right? And so I know like, Tyler, in seventh period, um, you've always seen me in small groups, working with people one-on-one, working with, you know, students in small groups. I know that you and I have had a couple of one-on-ones, right? Would you say that this model allowed allowed me to give you all that time that you needed? Like giving you the attention and support that you needed? Yes, because, because
3: it was one-on-one, I think I got the um, help that I needed, because there was no other distractions or anything else um, to get in the way of my learning. And I think it was helpful because when you were talking, I knew you were talking directly to me, so I didn't get confused with anybody else's answers.
1: And I I love that, Tyler, because from what I remember, seventh grade was Liddy like <laughs> we had some really interesting characters in there and everyone was so hyped all the time. Do you remember that Tyler? Yes. It was always it always seemed like
3: every time I walked in that classroom we weren't in class. It seemed like we were somewhere else but we were also able to get our work done even though other stuff was happening.
1: And and that was the beauty of it, right? Like everyone was um it, everyone was just as they were coming in excited, coming in tired, coming in with an attitude, You know, it being the last period of the day, it was really hard to get the focus and attention. But I think like what Tyler said is that with this model, it's still allowed for students to keep learning. So they were coming in as individuals and they're still able to learn. There's not a lot of interruptions, um, but we would laugh together as well, right, Tyler? Like when someone did something, I don't wanna name any names, But I missed that class just because we were lit (laughs) that last hour of the day. Yeah, the class was we did our
3: work, but it wasn't so serious to where like a student could say like they don't want to go to class or they don't feel like being in a class. It was like a safe space to actually be yourself.
2: Yeah. So um, I just wanted to add that something that I really liked about your class was that it was kind of like a comfortable environment, which really helped people be able to, you know, feel, like, comfortable and be able to not be nervous to ask you questions and, like, knowing your teacher like that, like, knowing them to be, like, someone who's very understanding and kind really kind of helps you be able to want their help and want to talk to them when you need help. And that just was, like, very, it was very good for my learning experience.
1: And I would have to agree with you, Leela, because now thinking about a third period that was before lunch. So all of you were so ready to go to lunch. And um, I just remember all the games we used to play. So even though we had Modern Classroom and it was self-paced, we still found time to play Kahoot, to play Quizlet, to play, you know, pict- Pictionary. Um, but we had such a good time as a class. We were getting our learning done. And we were laughing a lot. And I felt like with this model, I wasn't so stressed trying to get the content and trying to get everyone to pay attention. Because, you know, if you remember, Leela, like we had some, again, in this class, we also had really interesting characters here. Um,
2: and it just made for such an interesting class. Yeah, that was something I really liked about our class. It was really funny. And yeah, no, because we just, that was one of the class where I made some of my first friends at the new school, because... Everyone just felt already so like safe and felt like in such a nice like nice environment and it made everyone more comfortable around each other, which like really helped start off my middle
1: school experience. And that warms my heart so much. I really love hearing that. I miss you too so much. So again, I'm so, so, so grateful that you're here having this conversation with me and like reminiscing and thinking back on our sixth grade um, year together. And so another thing, so you all talked about being comfortable and being able to be in the safe space together. Um, how did you feel about the do now that we would have to do every single day where you kind of had to check in and share your thoughts and feelings and what your plan is for today. Tyler, what did you think about that do now that you had to do every time you came into my room?
3: Well, sometimes it was days where I was like, I don't want to talk about my feelings. Like, no. But then there were some times where I felt that I could talk to you about stuff and I did. But I feel like it depends on the person because some people don't feel comfortable with anybody talking about their feelings and some people do. But I think it was helpful because if you had something on the chest you was able to get it off before class starts so you would be in a better mood and that you will have the um you would have, be on task to do what was needed in the classroom and to focus on yourself and the work that we had
1: and I have to, I mean, I have to agree, right, Tyler? Like, I felt like I was able to catch what was happening, especially when I would read your responses because sometimes you had some really rough days, which was okay because life happens. But it was really nice for me to be able to catch it and then, like, sit down and have a conversation with you and be like, hey, what's happening? Um, And I, I love that part of it all. So there's no need for me to be in front of the class, lecture first, and then come and check in with you. I was able to check in with you, like, two three minutes into the class after you had filled out your um do now right
3: yeah and I think because of that it made people feel like they were able to do open up more in your class and like act like they would act in your class because they knew that however they were feeling they wouldn't be
1: yeah, and I would have to say, too, like, Lila would be the one who told me all the tea in sixth grade. So in that form, um, the check-in form, because I have a section that says, anything else you want to tell me, Lila would tell me all the tea in sixth grade.
2: Lila, do you remember that? Yes, when you first mentioned the do-nows, that, just, that was the first thing that came to my head. I remember I was so energetic and social in sixth grade um when that was an option I would write you like full-on paragraphs just telling you everything that was going on and I loved being able to do that with one of my teachers
1: yeah and I and I always laughed out loud right and then sometimes when I didn't get a chance to read it I know Lilo would always be like Miss D did you read what I wrote you today
2: (laughs) I needed to make sure we had something to talk about you know
1: And I think that's the beauty of this like check-in do now that I had was that students used it as a way to communicate with me what's happening outside of my classroom. And then also just being able to tell me all the tea because I love, love, love teasing my little sixth graders. Um, And I I have to give it I mean, I have to give it up to Lila for giving me all of the tea that was happening, especially with some of the students who are in um, the other periods. And so uh, that was really funny. Thank you for always. He's making me laugh. I appreciate that. Um and I know I've gotten some really wild stories uh, from the do nows, but it was just such a great way to be able to get to know my students. So I really appreciate Tyler and Leela always filling that out. Um, I know sometimes when Tyler has something to share with me, she always shares, she always shared it with me. And I knew that something was wrong as well. If like Tyler didn't put anything down in that little box that says anything else you need me to know. Um, so that's something that I would highly encourage our modern classroom teachers or people who are interested in implementing this model is that when students first come into your classroom, have a do now just as a check in. Um, and this is a great way to have conversations with students one on one. You can put it in a Google form, or Microsoft form, and you can have it all put in a, a sheet, a Google sheet, um, so you can see what all students are saying and how they're feeling. Another thing
2: I really liked about it was it kind of also, like, you knowing how we were feeling kind of let you know, like, if we were going to be able to be as productive that day. And I feel like that probably helped you understand, like, if we were falling behind, then you knew, like, you could come and talk to us about it because we were having a bad day or something, you know?
1: Yeah, and you're right. And that just kind of gave me more – give me more information to leave you alone, right? To allow you to process what you needed to process. Um, and just like letting you know, like, hey, I'm here. It, whenever you're ready to have a conversation, I'm here. I know some stuff's happening um, and that's okay because you know, life happens. And so let's shift gears, right? You Do you all remember the must do and the should do assignments in my class? And if you don't remember it from my class, do you remember it from Mr. Diamond's class um, or any other modern classroom teachers that you've had?
3: Yes, I do remember those. And one thing about those is I appreciate them because if I have, like, a whole bunch of people and there's, like, work with students that so should do some of my students, I know that it's a should do, so I can do it later if I still want to after all that work. Or... I don't have to do it at all if I think I've done too much work. And most of the time, I know that I have to get those done right away. So I know what I need to put first and what I can put second. So I'm not prioritizing.
1: Leela, do you have any thoughts on the must do's and the should do's? And I guess it kind of just like, um, remind you like we had remember during spring break your should do was to have a diary of what was happening what what you were doing and you didn't have to do that if you didn't want to some of the should do assignments also we had like quizlet quizzes but I knew Leela like you did almost all of the assignments as well
2: yeah yeah so um we still kind of use that format in school like having should do assignments and must do's and it kind of helps you organize like what you what you know you need to do first and what you can do for like if you want extra credit or whatever um and I really liked that actually because um I am not a very organized person but having that kind of helped me know what I needed to do and that just really helped me
1: yeah and I really like what Tyler said too right like you know you have to do your must-do's. And then the should-do's like, oh, if you have time, cool, do it. If you have the energy, do it. But there's no need to do the should-do as well. And there are some teachers who don't label their aspire-to-do, should-do, and must-do assignments, and that's okay. So students feel as if they need to do all of it. Um, But I do like the fact that, like Tyler said, I get to decide whether I have the time and the capacity to do this or not. Um, And so when we're talking about time management, did you both have enough time in class to do what you were supposed to do? Um, Did you take any home? Like, did you take any work home at all?
2: Okay, for me, another thing about me is I'm also not amazing at managing my time. Um, But I don't really remember a lot of times when I had to go home and like, finish work from your class at home it probably happened a few times but I can't really think of any right now um I think that was just kind of being self-paced and being able to go over things again um being able to do things at your own pace and that was what like helped me be able to stay on task and stay on top of things because it wasn't like regular in like a regular classroom where you have units you go over one topic and if you miss it well if you miss something and then you're just behind well it's hard to catch back up but with this you just kind of can go back you know review tyler did you want to add in um
1: i would say
3: yeah most of the time i was able to get my work done if i didn't i was either having a bad day or I just didn't think I had enough time, or, like, I wasn't in the mood, so I would go home and do it. But most of the time, I was able to finish my work because I didn't have distractions or anything in my way
1: Yeah. And then another question too, right? Right. So for me, I hated homework and I hated giving out homework. And so I always told my students, hey, if you utilize your time wisely, if you use your time wisely, you can get everything that you need to get done, done in that specific hour that we have. Um, And so... That's, uh, that's good to know, Tyler. I like that you were like, you know, if I didn't get it done, it was because I wasn't having a bad, I was having a bad mood or just like, I wasn't feeling like up to par with like working on it. Um, and so I had to take it home, but for the most part, you two can say, you know, with this model, you were able to work on what you needed to work on, um, which is really refreshing. So then. I have another question. As you both know, I was out a couple of days during that school year. Would you say that learning continued even when I
2: wasn't there? Um, The learning definitely did continue, but I feel like it wasn't as – it wasn't like the same because – all of us I feel like we're able to build personal relationships with you and that made us more comfortable around you it made us more comfortable asking you questions and um asking you to help us like figure out what to do to stay on task um but I think that with the model we were still able to continue even without you like physically in the classroom with us um it just you know
1: instead we just like had a sub yeah, you had, you had a sub that was in there, right? Um, and you were able to just kind of um, continue. So there wasn't, like, busy work. Would you say that there was busy work, Tyler, when I wasn't there? Or do you say that, like, no, you actually just continue doing what you were doing?
3: Well, I would say it's a mix. Because you weren't there the so sub. We didn't have a, a good relationship with the sub. They aren't in the classroom with us most of the time and they don't know how we get our work done and stuff. So we have to be like more serious and more actually like a student for our sub.
1: Wait, are you saying, Tyler, that you were not a student while I was around, but you were a student with the sub?
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying when you were around, we had more freedom. Like we were students, but we were also able to act like we were family with the sub. We don't know them as well. We see them around school maybe, but we don't talk to them daily and give them our feelings and stuff. We just talk to them or see them or say hi or bye. When they come in the classroom, we have to like act, I guess, more like a sixth grader and not more as we know them like from the heart.
1: Okay, okay, Tyler. I'll let you have that. Thank you for clarifying. Um, (laughs) So, I guess uh, one question that I have—if you could tell, if you could try to persuade a teacher to do this model, what would you say to them?
3: Um, I would say this. Okay, if you want to be a model, I say give your children freedom and give them ways to learn to do things themselves and let them be them make sure that they're comfortable and around you and that they feel as if they need anything they're able to come to you freely without feeling like they're going to get yelled at or some things gonna happen or consequence make them feel like they're able to be in the classroom and be themselves and not be scared
2: i think also i would tell them that it helps students, like, let students learn their way, the way that works best for them. And it lets them, like, go back, go over what they might have missed. It helps them um, be able to learn how to be more independent while also, like, helping them learn how to manage their time better. Um, and it just overall um, teaches them a lot of new skills that they might not learn from a
1: regular and so one last question right how has this model made you a better student or how has it improved your ability to learn
3: um i would say it's improved me because before i used to rely on teachers a lot by asking them every question i can possibly ask and relying on them to fix any problems that I had. But after being in grade with you, I realized that I can do more myself than asking the teacher. If I just put my mind to it and try to figure it out on my own because I will be challenging my brain more instead of just taking the easy way around any situation there is. So I was able to actually grow up and use my own instincts.
2: Yeah, I definitely agree with what Tyler was saying. It really kind of... Teaches you to um, be able to learn on your own, and I know that from my experience, I've been able to take like the tools that I have learned from modern classroom to my other classes. So now I'm able to um, do better on my independent assignments because I know that I can just, you know, go back. I learned how to manage my time better, and. I've just overall gotten better at many of these tools that are very useful for other classrooms. And I like what Tyler was saying about not needing to rely on teachers as much, um, but still being able to like feel comfortable enough to ask them questions when you need help. Um, That's something that I really feel like I've brought that I've like been using since having your class in sixth grade.
1: I really love that. I love hearing from both of you how this model has changed you and how it has helped you become more of a successful student as far as becoming more of a self-directed learner and just like independent learners, right? Like This is something that I really wanted my students to be able to do is to find out answers on their own. They don't have to rely on me. I'm not the gatekeeper of knowledge. And so um, it's really nice to hear both of you say that. And so with that being said. I appreciate you two so much. Um, I am so proud of who you are today. And I'm so glad that we have kept in touch these past couple of years and that you're still crushing it in middle school. Um, And so again, thank you for saying yes. Thank you for being phenomenal students and always making me laugh. This is really making me miss the classroom so much. Um, And so With that being said, we will see everyone next week. Um, But thank you, Tyler. Thank you, Leela. I miss you both. And I can't wait to see you two again. I miss you too.
2: Same. Miss you lots. You're the best.
0: Thank you so much for listening. You can find links to topics and tools we discussed in our show notes for this episode. And remember, you can learn more about our work at www.modernclassrooms.org. And you can learn the essentials of our model through our free course at learn.modernclassrooms.org. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Modern Class Proj, that's P-R-O-J. We are so appreciative of all you do for students and schools. Have a great week, and we'll be back next Sunday with another episode of the Modern Classrooms Project podcast.